Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the six game NBA main slate on Tuesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, also up on Apple Podcasts, we'll link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on Patreon.com and eSports package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO. We get CSGO slates basically every single day. We get Call of Duty slates usually four times a week. And then an NBA package if you're interested in that. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this show. Um, if you are not familiar with Prize Picks or this is your first time watching these videos, the idea is you take over under on fantasy points. And they'll have second half contests posted. They can have fourth quarter po- uh, contest. Um, and then, you know, just the regular contests as well. So, yeah, for example, like they have Jokic projected for 27.1 fancy points in the second half. And sometimes, again, when they have the fourth quarter contest posted, you can take advantage if there's like a game that's blowing out and you think, you know, the stars might not come in. Obviously, you can take like unders on some of the stars there. Um, so, and you can mix and match sports too. They have everything. Like they have MLB, they have esports, they have golf. Uh, everything you can think of and again it's a nice change of pace you're not playing against anyone you're just playing against the house so if you guys want to try it up uh try it out you can sign up use code dkdfs dkdfs all one word link down below you will get a hundred percent match up to a hundred dollars you put one hundred dollars in you get two hundred dollars to play with and before we hop in the video i just want to thank you guys again for the continued support on on everything the videos live streams twitter um, it is greatly, greatly appreciated. If you do enjoy all this content, if you could leave a like button in the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. It might be a little bit earlier. It might be from five to five thirty, and it locks at six thirty central. But yeah, I think five to five thirty uh, for YouTube. So. Uh, make sure to check that out. Uh, again, I'll answer everyone's questions and let's aim for 150 likes on this video, guys. It helps me out a ton uh, when you do hit that like button. But all right, before we talk about players and the prices for the six game slate, we can look back my lineup here from uh, Monday. So Monday, we will go over this. This is my best ball team. I got to tilt about it a little bit. I showed everyone on uh, on the live stream today. But all right, let's go over my lineup here. I just I played a little bit lighter today. Only played the forty dollars single entry tournament. But this is my final lineup here. So John Morant, Jalen Brunson, Joe Ingles, uh, Mo Harkless, JV, Mitchell, Bazemore, and Levine. I can get out of the way so you guys can see. But yeah, uh, looking to be a pretty low-scoring night in general. Um, so I mentioned that I was going to go with the Chicago-Memphis stack, and I did. You know, it's not a super high-scoring game right now. It's 74-70, to 70, but you know, John Morant sells 23, JV sells 33 at low ownership, and Levine's got 31 after a slow start. So that's kind of the stack I used. I ran it back with a, uh, with a Utah stack, which I mentioned multiple times. I used Mitchell and Ingles. Uh, from the Utah Jazz. I used Brunson as last piece in once we got news that he was starting at a really slow start, but actually picked up in the second half. Mo Harkless, not gonna lie, got a little bit luckier. It was either him or it was Najee Marshall. Once we got news that Najee Marshall was not starting, I was like, ah, oh, it's gonna be, it's basically 50-50. I had a lot of people ask me that, and it, it truly was. Um, I want Harkless just because I was like, okay, I think he might play a few extra minutes here. Um, and then, yeah, I used Bazemore for value. He was the chalk. Right now, only one assist, but hopefully he can pick that up. Again, he's not super expensive, so I don't need a ton from him. If you just give me like 20-ish, I'll be happy. Uh, but yeah, that is it for the look back. All right, now I got to show you guys this. So, mentioned the best ball. Advanced in, in, the, in the $555 tournament, but I heard it's good. It's a, it's a good thing to have all your star players out, right? 
That's that's good. That's what you want. You want all your good players just out. So the format of this is, I think it was like a five to six week um, stretch where there's eight there's eight other users in your pool and the top two advance. I advanced. Now uh, it's a format where there's five five people and the top two advance in one week. So like every single game matters. And sure enough, Minnesota game postponed. So I, I don't get minutes from Cat. No minutes from Anthony Edwards. Kyrie Irving also out in that game. LeBron still injured and Kawhi out tomorrow. It's like, just put a knife in my stomach. Now I have literally no chance to advance, like zero. I need a miracle with like all my stars missing one game. And obviously LeBron's not, not coming back anytime soon. And who knows about Kawhi? Just thought, I, I had to tilt about that a little bit. I had to show you guys that for the people that didn't check out the live stream. It's like, really, really? All right, but that, that's all I got. So um, let's talk about this six-game slate. Uh, Boston and Portland, a 227 and a half over under. Portland's one-point favorites, and Miami and Phoenix are 215 over under. The Suns, three-and-a-half-point favorites. This one should be a good game to watch. Maybe not so much for DFS. Let's start off with Atlanta and Toronto, a game that I do like for DFS. Uh, at the top, big news is Trey Young is currently questionable. This will change everything. If Trey Young is in, then I don't like the secondary plays as much for Atlanta. If Trey Young is out, we have Gallinari doubtful too. Still no Collins, still no Hunter, still no Reddish. So that makes Bogdan, Herter, Lou Williams, Brandon Goodwin four of the better plays of the slate. So yes, the price on Bogdan is up, but he's going to play massive minutes and he should be the number one on offense. So still would like Bogdan there. Herter, I think is a fine, fine play. Should play over 30 minutes. Uh, And then Lou Williams off the bench probably pushes for 25 to 30 if there's no Trey Young. And then finally, the clear play, I think, of Brandon Good, assuming he starts, he played 37 minutes the last game. If we get over 30 from him, I think he's a clear value. So it's Goodwin, it's Lou Williams, it's Herter, it's Bogdan. I think four of the better plays this slate if there's no Trey Young. Now, uh, with Clint Capella at 8-5, I don't love this price point. But with no John Collins, he gets a massive boost. He should play about 35 minutes. A guy that can definitely get you a double-double, can block some shots. I'm not really scared of the Boucher... Ken Birch, Aaron Baines trifecta at the center position. So um, I do like Capella even at that price point. Uh, and then uh, there's no Tony Snell. So they are thin. So like Salomon Hill was out there. He normally is just out there for cardio though, right? Not a great point permitted guy, but I guess you could use him. And um, yeah, so that's that, that's kind of my thoughts if there's no Trey Young. Now, if Trey Young is in, then I'm probably not going to get to Goodwin. Then, obviously, downgrade Bogdan, downgrade Herder, downgrade Lou Williams. So, again, this will change the entire slate. And then Trey Young himself, if there's no minutes limit, I actually think he would be a pretty good spend-up. So, big, big news with Trey Young. Changes the entire slate. Moving on to Toronto. So, we got to talk about this. All right, Kyle Lowry has been out for, what, a couple weeks now with the foot injury. He's a veteran. Raptors aren't really playing much uh, at this point in uh, the season. And he plays 37 minutes. In the first half, he was on pace for 42 minutes. I just saw that, and I was just like, this is so Toronto. Like, you cannot make this stuff up. Uh, but, yeah, if if he's just going to play his normal minutes close to 40 at 7.4 in this matchup, I think Lowry is a good play. I do. Would prefer him to Siakam. Don't think Siakam's out of play, but I like the discount on Lowry. OG a little bit too pricey. Boucher, you can use them for tournaments. But again, now they have Birch there too. Baines could play a few minutes. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., a little bit too pricey for guys. Scoring dependent. And guys like Flynn and Bembry are kind of out of play now with uh, Lowry in. 
I'm moving on to the Clippers again. I got Kawhi Leonard. He's out for me uh, for best ball. But um, yeah, I think Paul George is a really good play. I do. I'm not really scared of this Indiana Pacers team on the defensive end. Paul George is going to be the clear number one on offense. Uh, should play mid-30s minutes. I really like Paul George once again. Now, big news is Rondo is in. So like Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, not really as high on them. Because um, Rondo, again, will eat into their minutes. So Reggie probably starts and probably gets about 30 minutes. I think he's, he's you can still go to him, but he's not like a smash play. Um, and then Terrence Mann lost minutes off the bench, only played 22. So I'm probably not going to go there. Rondo himself might be my favorite point guard for the Clippers just because he's at almost min price, 19 and 21 minutes last couple games. If he's going to play about 20 minutes, he might be the guy I look to um, of the guards. Luke Kennard should start, should play mid-20s Mets, but he's super aligned in the scoring. I think he's in play, but he's got to hit his shots. Uh, the forwards, I think, look decent, the other forwards. So we got uh, Marcus Morris at 5K. He had a nice shooting game. He played 36 minutes. I think we get about 30 minutes from him. Again, solid play. And then Batum off the bench, I think, is viable as well. Uh, and then uh, Avicii Zubac at 5.2K. This is a bigger front court for the Indiana Pacers, and he finally played more Mets. He played 35 minutes that last game. Um, again, bigger front court for the Pacers. So if the plan is to play Zubach 35 minutes, then he is a really good play. Are we going to get 35 minutes again? I'm not convinced. So this is one that comes down to what are the minutes for Zubach? But if he gets close to 35, I think he's a really good play. So this Clippers team, I actually am pretty high on. They're thin. I like the spot here. Moving on to the Pacers. So no Miles Turner. DeMontis Bonus just gets a massive boost. I'm not super scared of Avicii Zubach on the defensive end. Sabonis, um, you know, he's in foul trouble last game, so only played 30 minutes. If he didn't get in foul trouble, he probably goes for 60-plus easily. So I do like Dom- DeMontis Sabonis once again. Uh, I think he's a really, really good spend-up. And Brogdon mentioned him as a sneaky tournament play. He was super low-owned and went for 62 fancy points. Now, we're not going to get 62 fancy points again, but there's no Beverly, so he might be matched up with, like, Reggie Jackson in the defensive end. Not a good defender. Um, should play, you know, probably 35 minutes in a close game. I do like Brogdon for the price. I'm fine with Levert, two at 7.5. I think I prefer the discount on Brogdon to Levert. But, yeah, all three of the Pacers stars are viable. Value-wise, I'm probably not going to get to anyone with this team basically fully healthy besides uh, Miles Turner. Lakers and Hornets. So, uh, we'll start off with Schroeder. I think he's the guy I like the best. Um, he should play big minutes. I think he played 36, I want to say, tonight. Um, a guy that, you know, can get can stuff a stat sheet, can get some assists. I like the matchup from him again. So Schroeder, I think, is my favorite play on the Lakers. Drummond is one of those guys. He's just a super frustrating roster in DFS because there's games where he kind of just looks disinterested and just plays terrible. And there's also games where he completely takes over and is a phenomenal point per minute guy. So it's like, what Drummond are we going to get? The Drummond that we got tonight was just kind of the disinterested Drummond that didn't really look amazing. Uh, But I think if he plays well, he could get extended. So he's one of those guys where it's like not a cash game play at all, but like him for tournaments. Kyle Kuzma at 6'8", I also think is a pretty decent play. With Drummond in the lineup, obviously takes a usage hit. But I still think Kuzma is viable. I would prefer Schroeder, though. Um, And the centers, Gasol even cracked the rotation, so I'm not going to get to him or Harrell. THT a little bit pricey with Kuzma back. Markeith Moore seems priced about right. There's not a ton else that I'm super interested in the Lakers side. Moving on to the Charlotte Hornets. So... Um, as weird as it sounds, there's a, the two value guys for the Hornets are, are really where I'm looking to. So let's start with those two guys. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Brad Wanamaker at 3.8K. I know. 
Trust me, guys. I know. It makes you, like, I almost puked a little bit saying his name. But if he's going to continue to play 25 minutes, then he is too cheap. He's a guy who can stuff the stat sheet. It seems like they're basically, he's basically close to splitting minutes with Devontae Graham. So I prefer Wanamaker to Graham. Um, I think Wanamaker is a good value play. I also think Jalen McDaniels is a pretty good value play. Should get around 30 minutes. Has been pretty solid last couple games. It's Wanamaker and McDaniels. I can't believe I'm saying that, but those are my two favorite plays in the Charlotte Hornets. Now, Biombo's basically been out of the rotation. Cody Zeller, last couple games, uh, minutes have been trending down. But but this is a bigger front court for the Lakers with Drummond. They got Gasol. That might get dusted off for a couple minutes. They got Harold too. So it's like maybe Zeller plays a few extra minutes, or maybe he even starts against Andre Drummond, right? Can Charlotte really start PJ against Drummond? I don't know. So if they start Zeller, I actually think he's someone we could look to for value. He comes with the bench, he's a little bit riskier. Uh, Miles Bridges at 5'8", he's been playing massive minutes. 36, 37, 41. I expect mid-30s minutes. I think he's a pretty good play at this price. Uh, Devontae Graham, not as excited because just the minutes right now. 32, I, I believe that game went to overtime. I could be wrong, but I think that game went to overtime. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't, but either way, like his minutes are not massive. Like he at most played 32, other games 26, 27, 27. Um, I know a couple of these, you know, that game was blow up, but this game was close, this game was close. So I think he's like fine, but doesn't really stand out. And then Rogier at the top at 8-2, definitely in play for tournaments. Um, he's a guy that probably has the most upside for this team, but he's also at a price where it's like it doesn't make a ton of sense uh, unless you're playing GPPs. OKC in Utah, I don't want to talk about this one. Okay, this Thunder team is just terrible. It's a terrible matchup. Um, With the starters, I'm probably not going to get to anyone. If you think the game stays close, you can take a shot like Baisley or maybe like a Lou Dort. I'm probably not going to do it. I'm honestly looking more towards the value. I think this game turns into a blowout. So uh, the first guy that I think stands out is Tony Bradley. Continues to play 20 to 25 minutes. Give me Bradley over Moses Brown all day long. So I do like Bradley for value. And I think Ty Jerome is someone we could look to. If this game does blow out, he will play more. So, it, yeah, it's Jerome and it's Tony Bradley really where I'm looking for the OKC side. On the Utah side, keep an eye on Conley. Keep an eye on Clarkson. Um, it sounds like it was just rest for Conley for this game, but we don't know that for sure. Um, if they're both out again, then, you know, Mitchell, Ingles, you know, Bojan O'Neal, it's right back to those same guys. But it's even a greater chance this game does not stay close. So it's like the risk reward there. Um, if the game does stay close, and you could see a big game from Mitchell, big game from Ingles, big game from Bojan, even O'Neal. Um, those are the four guys to look to if Conley and Clarkson are both um, out. If they're both in, I might stay away from this team because, again, I, I've, like I said, I am worried this game does not stay competitive. Boston and Portland. So the top three guys for Boston, I think, are all in play because of the matchup. Tatum, Brown, Kemba, I think, are all pretty solid plays. Does one stand out more than the other? No, but I think all three look pretty decent. Scrolling down a bit more, Robert Williams is a guy that should play 25 to 27 minutes. He's a good point for a guy. I think a fair play. Uh, even you can look to Tristan Thompson off the bench that probably gets around 20. An okay value play. Portland is a bigger team with Nurkic and Cantor. So uh, Thompson, Robert Williams should split the center minutes. So, yeah, I think both guys look decent. On the Portland side, don't love the matchup. There's not a ton I really like here. Lillard, CJ in play as contrarian options. Um, again, Cantor, Nurkic going to split the center minutes. No one really stands out there. Covington and, and Powell will play big minutes, but they're kind of just, you know, not great options on offense, right? They're lower usage guys. There's really not much here for Portland. 
And then finally, Miami Phoenix again. This game should be fun to watch. Is it going to be great for DFS? I'm not so I'm not so sure. So like again, Phoenix is really good defensively. I think Jimmy and Bam and Abaya are both solid plays. Neither priority plays. Like Jimmy has a pretty high floor, even though it's a bad matchup. Bam and Abaya, the price is you know already right at eight four. So the, the top two guys for the Heat are in play. Um, Tyler Heroes at five five probably gets around thirty minutes off the bench. Has been playing better recently. Drogic, I thought, played would play a little bit more, but they went to none that played uh, actually a lot more than Drogic. So uh, with no Victor Oladipo, whoops, not Ariza. Kendrick Nunn's really the guy I'm looking to. He played 32 minutes last game. If we're going to get about 30 minutes from Kendrick Nunn, I think he's a good value play in the slate. And that's probably it. Like Ariza, minutes been trending down to him. Duncan Robinson, too, reliant on the scoring. Not much else. On the Phoenix side, again, this team is just a little bit more balanced. I don't like the matchup here. Booker, Paul, Aiton are all in play. Again, that does one really stand out against the Miami Heat defense? Not really. And then Jay Crowder, revenge game narrative. I always mention him. I think he's a safe value even with a bad matchup because he's going to play about 30 minutes, can fill up a stat sheet. So uh, Crowder, as weird as it sounds, might be my favorite play on the Phoenix Suns. But yeah, that is really it for the team-by-team breakdown, guys. And I think it's going to do it for the video as well. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you leave a like button in the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos you don't want to go live. Again, I will be doing a little bit of an earlier live stream tomorrow. So again, 5 to 5.30, and we'll be doing Patreon from 5.30 to 6, uh, Central Time, that is. So uh, that's all I got, guys. Good luck, um, and I'll see you all tomorrow uh, in the live stream.